It's Gripe Session Time with your host, George Wanaka. It's about nothing. Discussing everything from real estate, current events, a little bit of everything, and the annoying little things that just tick you off. You can't handle the truth. What? 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 You didn't know. Here's your host, George Wanaka. But I call somebody. Okay, welcome everybody to today's edition of the Gripe Session podcast. Some of you guys will see this on YouTube as well. Uh, I want to thank my guest for today, which you might have heard on the last podcast uh, that he was coming on, and that's the Godfather himself. And so, coming from somebody from New York like me, saying the Godfather and describing this guy who's from Middle America. As some of you guys that are watching YouTube, you see he's got a he's got a Brewers thing and, and right behind him, just like I got the Mets behind me. So Brew Crew, uh, the Godfather of the Snap Pack, Mister Neil Mathwig. Neil, thanks for jump, jumping on today. Thanks, George. I'm excited to be here. I'm just nervous that I'm not going to figure out what I need to gripe about later on, though. That's <laughs> well, listen. We have time, and and uh, you know you might gripe about this. That that, that could be a that could be something that you gripe about. So. Right. Right. So Neil, for for the people that are living underneath a rock and don't know who you are, um, kind of give them a little brief synopsis of, of who Neil Mathwig is and what exactly you do, and and uh, and quite frankly, you can kind of even go into how you and I met. Sure, sure, yeah. So I'm a real estate agent in Madison, Wisconsin, and I also run a coaching company and uh, have a podcast called Agent Rise, formerly known as the Onion Juice Podcast. And so I help new and stuck agents build their business. And my real estate team here in Madison is called the I Love Madison Home Team, which we also run the I Love Madison Show, uh, which we believe in being a media company that happens to sell real estate. And uh, yeah, that's that's a big pillar in our business. Um, and I met George in Salt Lake City. Well, it wasn't it? Was Park City, right? Park, Park City, Utah. Park yeah. City, Utah. Right outside of Salt Lake and uh, at a mastermind. We got really smart that weekend, did we not? I don't think anybody would ever say that I got smart, um, like ever. It just, <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's, I, I, I was able to learn some things. There you go. But smart and George, they sometimes don't go hand in hand, according to some people. So, <laughs> but. <laughs> anyway, um, it's, uh, talk a little bit about, you know, we, like you said, we did meet in, in Park City and, and we had a lot of great conversations and fun conversations about, you know, not just real estate and, and marketing, which is obviously why we were there, but things that we all do on the side, like my community involvement and your community involvement. Um, tell the folks a little bit about kind of the things that, that, that you do that, you know, your business and your marketing help you achieve that because that's actually one of the things that uh, I like talking about a little bit. Sure. So, um, so like, like the, like, do we want to talk about the podcast or you want to talk about like, like, what do you, I, I, I think I, I think I tuned out a little bit there. What was the yeah, question? Now you sound like my wife. Yeah, she does <laughs> the same thing. So, yeah. You know. <laughs> so, so what I mean by, so when you have your business, right whether it's your coaching business that you have or your real estate business, 
those help you do other things like your volunteer work um, and community service type of work. Um, sure. Talk a little bit about that. I see what you're saying. Okay, so so like I love Madison is is the 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 idea behind the I love Madison show is to direct people, uh, help people that are new to Madison get connected to people, places, and events. And with that, one of the things that we've implemented that has created community and has helped people so much um, is our I Love Madison meetups. So we're we're bringing people together, we're connecting them with others, uh, we're developing shows um, that will uh, help them get to know the community better. Um, we're really just we're really just focused on on helping people get connected on on any different level. And I look back at like last year, I met over 200 new people because of the show and because of these connections that we're making. And then with those connections, it gives me so many opportunities to get involved in whatever I decide I want to get involved in. Um, Today I'm launching a campaign um, to, to raise a hundred thousand dollars for leukemia and lymphoma society. And that, that starts today uh, and goes until June 1st. So we should like link up my link somewhere. If anybody wants to give, give a little bit to that would be awesome. But yeah, yeah. But like that, that's part of like, um, you know, it's, it's part of the, the community that I've, that I've been able to establish with the Isle of Medicine show and the Isle of Medicine home team. Um, and it's that community of like, okay, what could I do to, to help because I have that community. Um, I've been blessed to, to meet so many new people and, and have so many amazing relationships that, uh, what do I do with that? Like, how can I go deeper with that? What, what can I, you know, it's not about just meeting people. It's about like, what do you do with those relationships? Um, and that gets you involved in, in so many different things. Yeah, exactly. So, and it's, it's, you know, it's, it's amazing that, you know, again, you and I met at, at REMM and, and a lot of those people from REMM, uh, real estate marketing mind summit, I, I always get confused with, with the actual real estate marketing mastermind. I think that's, yeah. that's the actual technical term for it. Um, but it, it's amazing how some of even these charities, like you doing Leukemia Lymphoma Society. Well, coincidentally, I, some people might know this by following me on social ne- uh, media aspects, but um, my cousin's wife ended up having leukemia not too long, uh, a number of years ago. Uh, and we do a golf outing every single year that benefits part of those proceeds benefit the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. So it's amazing that how many different, there's so many different ways of people get interacted between, you know, what's important sometimes to me is, again, you don't necessarily know it's important to somebody else as well. And there's all those personal uh, interactions between those two. So it's kind of uh, funny, but it, it kind of shows where social networking is kind of where we are standing right now. But yeah. um, anyway, so that's, that's good. What do you, do you think you're going to, what's your been, what's your response rate been as far as your um, uh, summit goes? Um, the uh, society. The, oh, the fundraiser for the yeah. society. We just kicked it off today. So it, okay. it, it just um, all the social media posts are going to be going out. But okay. what I, um, what I want to, what I, what's really been interesting to me in, in planning for this, because we have a very lofty goal of a hundred thousand dollars and nobody in our community has ever done it before. So that's, that's the reason why it became the goal. Um, <laughs> a little bit of an ego trip there, but uh, anyways, um, um, but part of like, 
part of it is like that I've been learning in the process is that social media hasn't been a big part of it. Okay. Uh, the fundraising process events is another thing that hasn't been a big part of it. So I immediately started thinking of all the different events that I could put on. Um, but what, what really has made, what makes the difference in most people's campaigns is the personal ask. And so I'm really, and that's so not me. I, I'm, I'm more of a social media guy, blast it out there, see who it attracts. Mm-hmm. Um, but like with this one, I'm really going to focus on, uh, you know, reaching people and reaching out to people and, and asking uh, for help. So I got a lot to learn. Yeah, it's, it's funny. I, I actually coincidentally just had this conversation with a, with a couple of um, friends of mine that are doing an event. Um, and one of the things I, you get inundated with email, you get inundated with the snail mail and it kind of goes from this hand when it comes in to, right into the garbage can because it's like, okay, you're just blanketly sending stuff out and expecting people just to say, Oh, okay. I'm just going to write the check and go from there. And I finally said to people, I said, you know what? Technology is great. And I love it because it gives me the ability to do something like this, to talk to you and you're in, you're in Wisconsin and I'm here in Staten Island, New York. But it also, in some ways it takes us away from what we used to do. I remember doing right. fundraiser for people and getting on the phone because when you get on the phone, it's that personal touch. It's like, Hey, you know, all we're looking for is a, a you know, a sponsorship for a hundred dollars or $150 when we do golf outings. And that's amazing. How many times when you get on the phone with people, they're like, yeah, no problem. I didn't see anything come across my desk. Well, I sent you five freaking emails. You didn't, you kind of went in one ear and went out the other. So I, again, it goes always about, even though that we have technology nowadays, the personal touches is, is always to me, more important to, to kind of get what you want to get done. But right, anyways, right, right. so talk to us a little bit about, you know, coaching, you're coaching, uh, um, uh, I'm not sure if it's podcast or you're coaching. I know you have a, a coaching uh, business for yep. new agents. Talk yep. a little bit about what, what some of the things that most agents are not doing right today. That's something, <laughs> I mean, I got my own ideas, but right, I, I'm right. curious to hear yours. Yeah, I think I think most agents lack clarity. I think that they're trying to do too many different things. They're trying to be too different, too many different people, and they've lost focus on on what their business truly is and and what they need to focus on. Uh, and I we created a, a three pillar system so okay. that it has what you're going to do to stay in touch with your sphere of influence what you're going to do to chase business and what you're going to do to attract business. And there's options in each of those pillars and you select one and you explore all of the pillars. That's the benefit of going through our coaching program is you explore all of the pillars to make sure that they're all going to work together and make sure that you're not setting yourself up for, for failure. So we want a clear plan that's congruent to you that feels right. It's like a good sweatshirt, right? Like you want it to fit right, right? Mm-hmm. So it's a it's a good plan that fits right. And then once it's a good plan that fits right, we find that it's much easier to be consistent. And so um, most of the consistency falls away because you force yourself to do stuff that you don't like doing. And the beautiful thing about this business is there's so many different ways to do it. We need to find what fits right and not what fits right for somebody else. Mm-hmm. And so we take you through that process. It's a six week process. And by the end of the six weeks, you have a full plan full of systems uh, dialed in. And then there's ongoing accountability and ongoing coaching if you want to sign up for it. Um, but that's, uh, that's the, that's the process. And uh, we created it for brand new agents because they get into this business and they hear all this advice 
advice and they don't know what to do. And we created it for stuck agents because what we found most of them is that they're, they're just doing too much and we need to declutter their business and get them focused and get them going in the right direction. When you say too much, mm-hmm. and I've heard this recently a lot, um, are you talking too much social media? That's one of them. Okay. Um, and what, so from that aspect of it, what, what would be some of your recommendations to agents that are, um, all over the place? Um, you know, stick with, you know, I have, I'll give you an example. I have my big four, uh, but I also have some of my social media populating those other social media accounts where you can have, you can make one post and it'll post to, to the other ones, the exact same thing which sometimes is not necessarily a good thing or a bad thing. I'm curious to hear your, your reaction to that. Yeah. I, I, what I want, what I want agents to do is I want to focus on what's driving their business. So too many agents are focusing on what is going to make their business look good. They're spending too much time on their logo and their brand and their business cards and their website and making their business look good instead of making their business drive. It's like if your transmission's broken, you don't need to worry about waxing your car, right? So stop waxing the car and fix the transmission and get the, get the thing going. So what we want agents to do, it, and we even say with the attraction pillar, which social media falls under, mm-hmm. is that we don't want your attraction pillar to become a distraction. We want you to, to focus on your sphere and your chase, get the business driving, and then we'll get to your attraction pillar. But it's going to take some time. Mm-hmm. And, and what we end up trying to do is we end up trying to do a little bit of everything. And we just see what sticks. And instead of like having like – if, if, if you are, are, we're, we're talking about what driving your business. Here's a great example of it. You have a chase pillar and in the chase pillar, you decided that open houses are, is your chase pillar. Okay. We focus on open houses. We only focus on open houses and we become excellent at open houses. I teach you all of the strategies to make sure that you're converting leads from open houses. We focus on getting uh, buyers search criteria. We have different ways of doing that. Once we get their search criteria, we put them into a system called matchmaker and where we're matchmaking properties with buyers and buyers with properties. And, and we're doing this on a, on a daily routine and it becomes our, our engine it becomes our transmission, right? And and then when you have a chance, maybe you'll post something on Facebook. And when you're marketing a property, you'll post it on Facebook. And when you just had a recent sold, you'll market it on Facebook as evidence of success and keep that going. But it doesn't become your daily routine. What becomes your daily routine is converting people in the matchmaker system because that's going to get results, right? And I did I Love Madison last year at, with, with excellence. I mean, we, we did, you know, I, I, it's almost a half a million views total. I mean, we really cranked out a ton of video and got a lot of views. But I didn't sell one house from I Love Madison last year. Now, next year, I'm going to probably sell five houses because I met 200 people, right? And it's just a matter of time before that comes. But if you're a brand new agent following the I Love Madison model, you would have starved last year. Right. And you're going to probably starve this year. You're going to, you're going to actually probably be bankrupt because you're not doing anything that's driving your business. And I lost a lot of money. I didn't lose it, but I invested a lot of money mm-hmm. in I love medicine last year. And that's going to pay off over time. But if you have your business out of line and you say, I'm going to be like Neil when I get older and I'm going to start an I love Madison here in, in my city. Right. And, and, 
and you're a brand new agent and you're not focusing on what's driving your business, you're going to, you're going to fail. I'm sorry. It's going to take too long for it to get going. So we've got to have those priorities straight. We've got to focus on what's driving your business and then we'll get to the fun stuff because the attraction pillar, the videos, all of that good stuff, that's recess, right? And, and, and if I, you know, I mean, when I went through school, I loved recess. That's all I wanted to do. I wanted to be great at recess. Um, you know, but I wouldn't have been a good student, right? If I'm only good at recess. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny, you know, one of the things that I, I kind of took away from, from what you're talking about and I get inundated with these emails and these messages on LinkedIn and uh, all of these private messages from people is they think that there's a silver bullet, right? Where all of a sudden I do this or I subscribe to this and guess what? everything's going to come in and I'm going to get all of these likes on everything and everything's going to be great. And the, the thing I've taken away from, from people like yourself, people like Gary V who you guys turned me on to now, I, now I affectionately refer to myself as a, as a disciple nice. um, is it doesn't happen overnight. You first have to worry about paying your bills. That's the first thing. So you got to make sure you're selling out there selling houses and all of my social media is an example. I do my stuff in the morning. Before, you know, while I'm having a cup of coffee and the kids are, you know, just take the kids to school. I'm having a cup of coffee at my kitchen table, get ready to go into the office and start knocking stuff out. And then I do all of my other stuff. There are some people like they're on social media all damn day. And it's like, how many houses did you sell today? It's, 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 as the expression goes, it's, it's, and I think you're, you're absolutely correct when you say it, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. Everybody right. wants to sprint to the head, and then it's like they're out of breath. They're wondering why they're not doing anything. It's like, well, because you didn't, you didn't reload your. Uh, uh, in this business, I say you have to reload your your shopping cart because when things close, that means that you don't have anything for another three to four months unless you're re putting stuff back in that shopping cart. So you have to be able to do that. So I I agree with you a thousand percent. So uh, that's 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 really good advice. Um, what else do you think are, are some of the big mistakes that agents are making as opposed to being all over the place? Um, do you think it's just they're coming in thinking in that, that the business is just easy? Yeah. I, I, it has to do with shiny object syndrome. And, and we go through shiny object syndrome season in our business, which is around conference time. Mm-hmm. We go to conferences. We hit, we try to hit the reset button. We learn all of these things. We don't, uh, we come back, we try to implement a bunch of different things. We don't realize what we're doing to our business by doing that. We think we're improving it, but all we're doing is just stacking more on top of what already is not working. And so I find that, that a lot of us need to, to just almost get the blinders on and, and focus on what is actually going to work instead of just keep piling things on. Um, the other thing too is the consistency piece. Uh, agents lack consistency so much. Uh, they will try one thing one month and another thing another month, and then they'll be like, "Oh, I should have, I should have just stayed doing that." Yeah, yeah, you should. Um, so, so I think that those, you know, the shiny object syndrome, and then and then the lack of consistency, they go hand in hand. And when you're not, when you don't have, when you're not operating with that in mind, it leads to failure. All right. Well, listen, I appreciate you taking the, the time. I know you're, you're a real busy guy because you've you got your hands in everything 
uh, <laughs> with the podcasting, the coaching, real estate. I love Madison. Um, yeah. So if people want to get in contact you, with you in regards to your coaching uh, program um, and or your social media, et cetera, et cetera, how do, how do they find Neil? Yeah, best way I think is LinkedIn. Um, so just Neil Mathwig on LinkedIn, you're going to get me. You're going to be able to message me. Uh, and uh, if you want to listen to the show, it's the Agent Rise podcast on, on iTunes, Spotify, all that good stuff. Uh, and if you want to connect, what's another good way? I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I'm a friendly guy. So like whatever, yes, however we connect, you know, I'll accept your friend request or whatever it is. And let's, let's <laughs> add it up. <laughs> well, listen, I can, can you actually accept anybody's friend request? Cause I know it's got like a 5,000 limit, but I yeah, think you got to have well over 5,000. Not there yet. Almost there on LinkedIn, but, but not there on, uh, okay on facebook yet okay. so yeah, you're, you're still good okay. I'm still- so we got we so that so that's the goal now so anybody that listens to this has the friend request neil on facebook so he gets the five thousand, so he can actually start rejecting people yeah that would be makes- another <laughs> he's gonna do that so we'll be the cool kids club then one of the cool kids that's listen i'm not a cool kid i don't have i don't have five thousand, but i also have people unfriend me i don't know why i'm, I'm such a likable guy i don't know neil i mean Anyways, um, so obviously before before I let you go, Neil, All you right. know what's coming. I think I know. I think I know what I'm gonna. What you I'm know gonna what's coming. What's All the right. one thing on the gripe session? What's the one thing that makes Neil Mathway go? What are these people thinking about? Like I, I just don't get it. It's you know whether it's it's an annoyance or just just makes you angry. You yeah. don't seem like a very angry guy. No, I'm not. That's why I'm struggling with yeah, this. I can, say, I can see you maybe get like, dude, really? Like one of those? That counts. That counts. <laughs> All right. So this one this one might might go in the record books as one of the lamest ones, but it also might go in the record books as one that is going to make a big impact. Okay. Right. So would it? here it is, is that agents don't set boundaries in their life and they don't take off a certain day of the week. And when they set boundaries, so many agents think that they're pushing business away, and but what they're actually doing is they're growing their business. And so what I do is I tell somebody that I got one more thing I want to go over with you, and that is that I don't work on Sundays. I reserve that day for, for my family, for church and my family, and I, um, I, I just cherish that day, and I just want to make sure that that's okay with you. The consumer then always says, no problem. But then the consumer also says, man, I really respect that you do that. And so when you get your consumer to respect you as a professional, um, you'll also find that they won't call you on Saturday. You'll also find that they'll take the afternoon off to go look at houses because they don't want to take up your evening. Uh, you'll also find that you're one step closer to getting referrals. And that's why it grows the business because you can't have a raving fan that doesn't respect you. And if you can get their respect in that first meaningful contact, you will, and you don't ruin it, right? But you get their respect and keep their respect. You've got a guaranteed raving fan. And so it just drives me nuts that agents don't do this. And what I hear the most of the time is that, oh, I'll do that when I'm close to burnout. Like you were in, like, cause I almost burnt out in 2012 and 13. So, so I'll wait till, till I get to Neil's burnout stage and then I'll implement it. And what I want the point to be is that you're not going to ever have a chance to burn out 
unless you do it. Like it's going to get you to the level um, where you're going to be, but then you won't burn out because you've got priorities in your life. And um, so just why I don't understand why more agents don't do this. And that, that drives me nuts. I, I, I love it. I love it. And you know what the, the, the better part about that is, is it, it to me that leads into other conversations. Neil. it leads into, they don't, they, they, the clients don't respect their time because they're calling them all the time. And it's like, okay, this is the day I have with my family. That's the first thing. And when they think that they can do that, then what's next? Oh, right. I think, oh, I don't think that you earn the commission that you get to begin with. Well, guess what? Then, then you've, there's a thousand other people that you can go out there and, and go do. And that's what I find as well. So I think those, a bunch of those things go hand in hand because we all know agents always complain about commission. Well, in my market, they complain a lot about commissions and there's people that undercut and kind of go from there. So um, I love that. I, that's, that's not a gripe. That's a, that's a love. Right. I love on a gripe session. Right. I love Madison. And, I'm saying like the gripe is that, the best, that's awesome. I love that fact. That's yeah. great. So, awesome. well, again, Neil, I appreciate you uh, coming on today. Um, I, I follow your stuff all the time. If you're not following or listening to Neil, um, on his podcast, on the Agent Rise podcast, you got to check it out. iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, probably yep. all of those, right? All of those, yep. All of those, look at that. And just as important, if you listen to Neil, make sure you go on there, give him a rate and review on those podcasts as well. That helps Neil out and it helps everybody out. So uh, when you put out good content, it's always a positive to, to do that. So it lets people know to, you know, let them listen too. So. That's Neil, awesome. I, I appreciate you, my friend. I thank you for, for the couple minutes, you know, coming on. I wish you good luck in your, uh, in your fundraiser and awesome. uh, hopefully I'll be able to, to share that as well. And we're going to, we'll put it in the, in the notes next week. Uh, hopefully when this, this will come in, this will probably come out within the next few episodes. So we'll put it out there and unless you raise a hundred thousand dollars immediately, and that would be an awesome thing, but that doesn't mean I don't think you can stop. Once you hit your hundred thousand dollars, you're going to get going. All right, cool. So, again, thanks, Neil. Appreciate you popping on. Awesome, man. Have a great day. You too. Thanks for listening to The Gripe Session. Please follow us on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram.